0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's that special time once again for the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, and it will be airing live momentarily. This is that place to ask those special questions about PCs, technologies, with your computer, iPhone, and those smart devices designed to work at home and in the office that's supposed to make life easier. We welcome your questions tonight. And please help me welcome the CEO and founder of the j Connection 8 and the star of tonight's show, Mr. John C. Morley. Check us out more at jmor.com. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we have a great show for you planned. Uh, as those of you that are following us know that we're continuing our contest. So if you are in one of the areas that we're running the contest... Please stay tuned to the show because starting July 1st all the way through to the end of uh, August, we'll be giving you clues uh, at different times throughout the show. We won't actually tell you when we'll be doing it, but hopefully you'll uh, understand what a clue is and kind of try to figure out what the crossword puzzle is. So tonight's show, we're going to be talking about the power of social media. How many of you out there actually, let's say, know what social media is? Or know what it can do. Does anybody know what social media is? I mean, I know many years ago, uh, the question has come up, you know, what is social media? And, you know, is that for me? Is that for schools? I mean, what is it? Is it just something that you just do when you're in college? Is it just something they did in high school? I mean, what is social media? Well, I know when we mention social media, you probably think about things like Facebook, right? You think about things like Twitter. Uh, You think about things like Pinterest, and uh, that's true. However, social media is basically a set of tools that allow companies and individuals to basically collaborate information about similar interests where they can send pictures, videos, and they can be in things like what we want to call virtual communities, and um, social media – has grown so strongly, and the reason is because a lot of businesses out there are always trying to find out, you know, how do we actually get more of a presence on the Internet, or how do we get more of an awareness of who we are? Do we do just marketing? Do we do direct mailing? You know, do we make phone calls? Do we do door-to-door? I mean, how do we get our presence or really strengthen our brand? And there's a lot of things that can be done. I mean, some people go on TV, but the thing about social media is that it is very powerful. Unfortunately, it takes a while to kind of get rolling. It's kind of like an old engine that once you get it started, it works really well, but sometimes you have to really pull that uh, that wire quite a few times, and if you're lucky, hopefully you don't get knocked over because um, a lot of times... When you're trying to pull – trying to kick the altar, it actually has a little bit of a kickback, and that kickback sometimes can knock you over and can really get you pretty tired if it doesn't pull your arm out. But anyway, uh, so the presence of social media is becoming more important because companies out there are recognizing that people in the world are starting to pay attention to things like – now, we know about Facebook. It's been around for quite a while, and I'm not just talking about Facebook tonight. Now, many of you know Facebook from you know, where it started, and to be very honest with you, Facebook actually did not start as something to uh, communicate and collaborate information on between individuals and businesses. That's not what it started out for. It actually started out to being a type of dating site for different people at the university where it was created – And without getting into all the caveats, because this is pretty much a G show, the important thing is is that this particular program was designed so that people at a certain college could actually collaborate with people at that certain college and learn about their statuses. Uh, Things like, you know, are they in a relationship? Uh, What type of classes do they take? And it was a way for people that didn't have a lot of time to figure out What people were like, and that's where the whole blossoming of social media came from, and it's become very strong because, now, we we can joke about this, I know, like, you know, what time uh, when you put on Facebook, well, you know, I'm using the restroom at 1 a.m. or or at 12 o'clock where I'm having lunch, that's not really what social media is about, however, some people have taken it to a point where I think it's just a little bit crazy, It's meant to give people an update about your life, but you still have the power and the control to decide what is confidential and what are things you want to share. I mean right on Facebook, you can actually set up the securities to – they have something called a wall. And whether you want anybody to see your wall or whether you just want friends to see your wall or people you invite, so you have those, um, those options. And social media has grown because a lot of companies on the Internet are realizing that there's such a boom when it comes to the social media between, let's say, just individuals on a um, on a consumer-to-consumer level, okay, without even businesses, that it's getting such a hype. So you're probably wondering, how does social media actually work? Well, that's a great question. Social media – is like a bookmark to people's favorites. Kind of like you would do in let's say Firefox or Internet Explorer. But there's a little bit of a different twist. When you bookmark things on social media, the people we have things called people called followers. Now when somebody is a follower of your let's call it your channel, your group, what happens is they then will see any communication that you – let's say we're talking about tweeting, for example. If you were to tweet somebody and everything that goes by – and let's say you were following – let's just use an example. Let's say maybe you were using um, – I don't know. Let's just say, for example, you were following News 12, okay? And if you were to tweet the news at, news at 12, what would happen is with the hashtag News 12, it would actually come up. And what people are looking for, and they look for News 12 – Your tweet would come up. So it's a great way of categorizing things and allowing people to search for things. Now, what gets people frustrated a lot of times is that the right stuff doesn't appear to pop up. Now, I understand that, and that's because you haven't really used it properly. You see, you can't just go to social media and just expect to type something and find it. It's not always going to work that way. What you do is you have people subscribe to your channel that become interested, and certain people, when you follow them, will actually follow you back. So you're probably saying, well, gee, what's the big deal about that? Well, it was a great big deal. Let's just say, for example, you started out with only one follower, okay? A friend of yours followed you, and you want more followers. So you can find other people to follow you and get them to follow you because when you follow them, they're usually going to follow you back. There's a pretty good um, historical data to that. The other thing that's important is that when you follow someone, you want to make sure it's someone that's going to have value. Don't just follow anybody out there because if you do that, you're actually going to make your Twitter account be more of a chore to you. See, what happens – it's very similar to – I don't know if any of you are familiar with like AP Newswire. It's kind of like a newswire going across. It goes across for a brief uh, couple seconds, you see it the top, and then it kind of scrolls down, and that's exactly how the AP Newswire system works. Well, the way Twitter works is it actually brings up certain information that is relevant to a certain time. So let's just say, for example, I was to go on Twitter right now, and uh, I was to log in, and I was at my account. You would actually see that, you would see what's going on. Now, if you log into Twitter, you're going to be able to see you know who you're subscribing to and and things like that, but the real important thing is that you know what you're subscribing to is actually what kind of lets other people kind of follow you and they kind of get it's kind of like a personality is the best way to explain it to you. You build kind of like an online personality and by building this online personality, it gets people to know who you are and they get to know what type of things you're going to talk about. For example, we're an IT technology company. So one of the things we talk about is, you know, we talk about technology. But we don't just talk about technology. We talk about things in the community that may be relevant. And we talk about things, and then we may put a comment on them. And it's really interesting because you see people think Twitter is just about, you know, posting your message and people are going to read it. It doesn't just work like that. The way it works is you have to get your the out there, and I use this caveat, and I've said this once before. When you want someone to like you, you have to show interest in them, okay? Don't be worried about being interesting yourself and wanting them to find you interesting. Don't worry about you. You don't matter, Okay? Worry about the other person and show some interest. And this goes into things like business, dating, etc. When you put yourself out there and you show interest in someone else, a very interesting is going to happen, and that is that you're going to do a lot of listening. You know, we have two ears for one reason. We should listen more than we talk, and our two ears allow us to listen. When we listen more, the other person is going to find out that we are in them, And if we're not so apt to want to just jab another word in there, because we're so concerned about getting the next word in before they finish the sentence, that's the real issue. If we could just put those thoughts aside and we can just follow the premise that we really want to show interest in that person, they're going to think we're the most interesting person in the world, even if you haven't talked at all. And, that, and that's how it works. So the way Twitter was designed is to have things like news feeds um, that can be copied in, such as uh, videos. Uh, It can be um, links to other places. And then we try to tag them or hashtag them with things that other people are going to be searching on. For example, right now today on um, actually the 25th of July, there's something called trends. Now, our trends right now are just do it. Uh, There's a few other ones I'll read here. One is Michelle, one is Bernie Sanders, Cory Booker, uh, DNC Convention, um, FLOTUS, Warren, Trump University, Trump U, um, and there's a couple others. So if you can write a tweet that has something to do with that, you're going to have very good success in getting people to read your tweet. Now, what's very unique about Twitter is that it actually will tell you when you sign in you know, who just followed you. So that's a great thing. Now, you're probably saying, John, you know, what does it matter that if I get one or two more people to follow? Me? Well, okay, so one or two people really doesn't matter, does it? But we always say there's power in numbers, right? And that's how Twitter works. Let's say that one of your followers, okay, had 15,000, okay, followers. Do you know what that means? That means that if you were – if they were to follow you and you were to tweet, everything that you say would not only go out to your follower but to those 15,000 people that they're – that they are – that are following them because they're interested in their type of uh, content – what have you. And that's why people are so uh, interested in Twitter is because it's about getting used to a channel, getting used to you know what's actually happening. And I think it's very important to know that Twitter is a slow process. But if you can start to, you know, very slowly take a little bit of time, understand what's going out there, And, again, you don't want to just post things just because you want to post them. You want to try to post something that has value into the community. For example, we do a radio show, so we post about our radio show, inviting people to call us because we find it's something we're giving back to the community. Maybe there is um, something newsworthy. Again, if you talk about things that are going to be newsworthy, you're going to find two things are going to happen. One, you're going to get more followers. And two, you're going to find out that people – that would normally have let's say x'd you off or muted you out or discontinued you won't do that because they're seeing you as a reliable and an interesting source remember if you can strive to be interested in someone else okay and i know we don't just talk about it with people we talk about it with technology so john how does that work in twitter that's an excellent question and it goes just like this if you are to know that there is a person out there and you're interested in them and you show that on Twitter and then you retweet something. Well, not only did you praise that person, but so did everybody else that's following that see that see tweet, and it really helps. And I know, Brian, it looks like it's – is it time for a commercial already? You're kidding me. I, I don't know how this happens. It's like we start and we're ready a commercial. So listen, we've got a commercial. Um, I'll be right back after this short break. Uh, a few other things to tell you, and then we actually have a guest coming on tonight. So stay right with you, and we'll be right back.
0: IT services and data destruction, the Moore connection should be your direction, engineer technology to grow your business, our custom solutions are at your service, J-M-O-R should be your direction, the Moore connection.
1: Welcome back everyone. So if you just joined us, we are talking tonight about the power of social media. Uh, that's, that's what we're talking about. And there's just so many things. I mean, just many uh, years ago, I would have said to you that social media is okay, and it was. But it really is starting to take this uh, strong growth in businesses because a lot of people are paying attention to feeds, and businesses are seeing this. And something I want to share with you is that, um, you know, I don't know if many of you are familiar with the new Windows 10, but I want to share with you that the color that they actually use to encrypt files, most people don't know this, but it's green. And that's probably going to help you guys out someday, especially if you're wondering, you know, what's happening with your files, you know, what's typically going on. And what I also want to tell you is uh, I just got a question about this in the chat room a little while ago. Uh, Wi-Fi, you know, John, what does Wi-Fi stand for? Well, Wi-Fi is a type of networking. Okay, it doesn't use wires. But, you know, many years ago, people actually thought that we were talking about wireless fidelity. That's what they thought it was about. But do you know that wireless fidelity is is not really uh, anything? There is no wireless fidelity. That's not what Wi-Fi stands for. So that's what a lot of people, including the U.S. military, thought wireless Wi-Fi meant. It doesn't mean wireless Wi-Fi fidelity, nothing to do with sound. You know what it stands for? I'll let you in on a little secret. It stands for absolutely nothing. That's right. Um, one of the members of the Wi-Fi Alliance actually had told Boeing uh, that Wi-Fi, and I'll quote, it's a nonsense word. It's not an acronym. It doesn't stand for anything, and uh, that's, that's pretty much the most important thing. It's just an acronym. Know that Wi-Fi is uh, basically a type of um, network connectivity that allows us to connect, and um, it's called Wi-Fi, and it doesn't use wires. And it's actually not that new. It's been around for many years, but we keep improving how Wi-Fi works and different standards. And I remember when we only started at 10 megabits per second, and now we're up to uh, well over uh, gigabit speeds, which is over our local area network speeds. But without any further ado, I would like to uh, introduce somebody who's actually new to our team. Uh, His name is uh, Christian Garcia. He's actually head of our social media and public relations here at J. Moore Connection, and he's going to be joining us tonight, and he'd like to share a few thoughts uh, with us about um, social media and uh, help us out. Remember, we are still taking calls live, so I'd like to introduce um, Christian. If you're on the line, you're live.
0: Hi. Hello? Can you can hear you're me? You're
1: live on the Jane Tech Talk Show, Christian. Welcome.
0: How are you doing, John? Thanks for having me on tonight. Yeah, um, you're just welcome. like you said— uh, like you said before, um, how social media has grown to have such a strong presence on the internet. I mean, statistics have uh, I've looked up before. Like they showed, like have risen. Excuse me, the amount of users on the internet is risen by 160, 176 million in just the last year. It's crazy. There's like three, and like stats also show that there are th- over three billion users on the internet, and two billion of those users happen to be active on social media. It's crazy.
1: I would have never believed you a couple of years ago. I thought social media was just like a fad out there it was Facebook, but I guess it's a lot more than just Facebook now.
0: No. Yeah, it, it is. It's more than Facebook. It's gone to like Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube.
1: So there's a lot of stuff happening. So just tell me, Christian, maybe you can tell me. So, you know, mm-hmm. what would you say? Uh, I mean, social media, it, it's being used now for customer services and different platforms for help and things like that. But, what would you say, you know, what's the best platform uh, to use? I mean, I know there's so many out there. I mean, whether I'm somebody at home or a business, I mean, what should I use? If I have no clue about social media, what do you advise?
0: Uh, the best advice would be, most, would be Facebook or Twitter. Because, I mean, even just right now with the whole uh, Democratic National Convention going on and everyone talking, like, everyone's live-tweeting it right now about, like, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton and all that, like, every, everyone's active. And it's a funny thing, like, you know, people my age, we go on Twitter, and people even like to tweet as a joke. Oh, I would not have known that this was going on if if, if a million people hadn't been tweeting it all at once, you know? You 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 bring a very good point.
1: point. You bring a very good point. Last night, there was a – we do a PSA announcement, a public service announcement, and uh, one of the things we did was we tagged it with the word 60 Minutes. And we said mm-hmm. our video is not 60 minutes; it's about two minutes. But it got people to read a lot of the video because it was hashtagged under something that was trending. Man, I thought that was pretty awesome.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Ha- having you have to have the right hashtags on Twitter because that's that's how people find stuff. You know, that's how people are able to know what's going on. You have to, if you want to, you want to be, you want to get noticed on Twitter. You have to make sure what you have is trending.
1: And I guess it's so hard to figure out, you know, what's going to be trending. I mean, everybody exactly. I guess wishes that their business is going to trend, or or that their home. So, is this really a good platform for businesses, or is are we just kind of is it too overrated for businesses? Or are we are we are we just kind of having false expectations? Are we deluding ourselves, or does it really have potential for business?
0: No, it does have potential for business, I believe.
1: Is it now? I guess following the people is kind of hard. Now, you mentioned a little about the platform, so talk to us a little about the different platforms. I know there's Facebook, there's Twitter, and I think there's also Instagram. So, and then I think there's also Pinterest. Can you give us a little rundown of you know, what these are? Most people, I think, know what Facebook is, but if you could just kind of pretend that our audience doesn't have any clue, um, you know, what are the differences and, you know, how should we implement to use these and what are they best for?
0: Well, okay, if you're using Facebook, Facebook is more for uh, statuses and posting pictures and stuff like that. So let's say if we at JMO were at, attending an event, Facebook would be the right platform. Facebook, or actually Instagram too, would be the perfect platform to post. Like if we take pictures of us at the event, that's the perfect platform to put it on. Facebook, but also with Facebook, like if you're going to an event, you can announce it on Facebook. If the, if the place you're going to has a Facebook page, you can tag them in it. People can see it.
1: So there goes there goes that trending again, I guess, right? So it's all trying Mm -hmm. to find out what's relevant. I mean, I know when I was in school, you know, it's like you wanted to read stuff that was always popular. Not just what the professor told you to read, but you wanted to read things that was popular and it was kind of cool, or you wanted to do activities that everybody else was doing. So I guess Mm -hmm. this is kinda like the bandwagon technique. I mean, it's more of the high technology, you know, like let let's let's do what everybody else is doing because you know, we can just kind of see what's kind of cool and then we can just kind of join along without having to spend a lot of time. And then if there's
0: nothing there, we just don't do anything. Yeah, pretty much. That's like, especially with Twitter more, if ever, like, um, like, like just like a month ago, there was the soccer game. Uh, um, yeah, there was a the big uh, game between, uh, I forget who the teams were. Sorry, excuse me for a second. But, um, That's all right. Like the big, like the big moment uh, when Messi missed the goal, like almost instantly there were memes and tweets about like him missing that goal and how nuts it was. It was like, like, like almost like two seconds, like right after it happened, it was already all over Twitter. It was crazy.
1: We had a show. uh, I'm not sure if you were with us back then. This was probably around right, right around the football time. And uh, we had this show and we talked all about the football season and what was happening. And it was great. And, you know, there was so much emphasis put into Twitter, I forgot the exact amount of money, but I know that the National uh, Football League spent millions and might even spend over a billion in investment to social media. I mean, they spent so much money just to make sure there were over 1,400 access points, which is well over the national average for access points at a football game. I didn't even know there was an average for access points for a football game. But here, I guess there's a stat, a statistic, and I guess it all comes down to the thing that, you know, if people are going to come and pay a lot of money to see a game, they're going to be pretty annoyed, I guess, if they can't uh, interact or do what they want to do with their phones. I mean, I think that's really going to be, I guess, a a game clincher. Uh, But I was just so amazed at what the the football commission had decided to do, even two years or five years before the game, in creating these social media apps and all this stuff. I mean, it was just crazy.
0: Of course, because um, they, because bi- all because businesses now they know social media is a very p- more powerful platform, and the people on the internet do have a big have a powerful voice. So they like they take advantage of that. You know, sporting events they want people to tweet about it. They want like a TV shows like what's the new episode of The Walking Dead. They want people to tweet about it. Like they right. want people, they want to get people talking about it. Because that because like like especially because, with like, television. Especially. T- t- People want them to keep talking because then they're going to tune in.
1: Right. So it, it's more—it's creating—it's creating this hype. It's creating a hype yeah, and like, getting people yeah. to want to pay attention.
0: Exactly. Exactly. It's but, but the only
1: thing I I do see a disadvantage is that it doesn't grow overnight, does it? It does. It does take no, some it time. Like. And, and I guess that's because people have to take time to follow you or they have to get used to who you are, your personality or a bunch of things.
0: Yeah, that, that really is what it is. It's just, they have to, like, you need to create, like, you need to create a name for yourself and kind of establish yourself. And then before you know it, you'll like, and,
1: and you don't, and that- you don't want to broadcast a lot. Of, I was telling people this, you don't want to just broadcast junk or tell people that every sale you have because That's not really the place. I mean, it's really a place to exchange, I guess, what I'm going to consider helpful little things. Because the other thing I was really about Twitter is that you can't put a lot in Twitter. I forget the exact count, but you can't put that many characters. I mean, it's it's limited. It's
0: uh, 140 characters, I think. Yeah, 140 characters is the limit.
1: 140 characters. So they want it to be really, really quick. And -hmm. just as we were talking – uh, Warren has gotten over 204,000 tweets. When we started, he wasn't even on. And I guess this is all happening because of what Sanders is saying and the convention. So I'm guessing that social media may not just be a vehicle to get information across, but I think it could do things like, you know, change the whole outcome of the election. Um, it could possibly. Uh, I, I see how it has a, a big, a big edge. On our society from a political standpoint, I guess the smaller businesses or larger businesses, I guess are they're doing okay, but I'm guessing that's kind of like not the main forefront. The main forefront now is, I guess, the election and a few other things, but I guess it's still hard to get your voice out there. So what would you tell our viewers uh, and listeners tonight? You know, if they want to get their voice out there, how, how do they make a name for themselves?
0: Um. Uh, just again, let your voice be heard. If you have something to say, just say it. And I mean, obviously, though, like, don't say like. I mean, in a in a manner that like is respectful, and you know, not just like, oh, I hate this. These kind of people, I hate this. You know, like, like you just you know, like, sound like you have a good, a valid opinion. And I mean, that's, but I mean, also that's the one little disadvantage about the internet, you know, like it's an advantage and a disadvantage. Everyone has a voice, but also everyone has a voice. So like, you'll get some of like crazy people on there who will just voice their opinion about, with no consideration for anybody else. And, you know, and then, you know, people make noise on Twitter, like it's good or bad, you know. That's the thing.
1: It's like, you know, they, they get a lot of hype and it's good. But the other thing I was noticing about Twitter is it's almost like to say the friends you keep. It, it reminds me of that cliché because, you know, you, you want to follow these different people, but if you really don't know who they are and you start hanging out with these friends, you know, well, I didn't know they were into that. I didn't know they did that because you didn't really didn't know them that well. When you're when you're on um, social media and you're following somebody, oh, I didn't realize that's how they were going to talk. And then you suddenly stop following them because you didn't know that's how they were like. And it gets a little bit, I guess, a problem because people, I, what I found out, don't follow people right away. I guess they want to see their language, what they like, and if they're not something they're, that they're going to be happy with, especially a business, for example, following somebody that doesn't have proper language, that can also tag the business bad because now they're following them and what they're saying.
0: Yeah. That and more so is just I- uh, the what- – the, the, if they're not aware of who you are or what you are, like if they don't know what you are and they don't seem like they'll be interested, they're not going to follow you. You know, they're not going to look into it.
1: So it's so like I said, it does take some time, and
0: it's, it's, it's yeah. got to
1: be it's got to be kind of a a concerted effort. And I was just amazed at some people you follow that some of these large people you follow that they'll follow you right back, and as long as you're pretty much genuine, um, you can have yourself uh, fourteen thousand followers. Uh, or yeah. not so much you directly, but, you know, because we look at how many followers we're getting, but that's not really a true number. I wish Twitter had a way to tell you how many followers you really have. So if I'm following somebody and they have 50,000 followers, I really have 50,000 <laughs> followers, not directly, but indirectly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I what guess that's – think- uh What's that?
0: Well, I was going to say, like, well, you know, bigger businesses are always going to – they love to follow people back because, you know, they, they they know their audience will appreciate it. Like, oh, they're following us. We'll follow you right back, you know, show that we appreciate that you're giving time and giving interest into us.
1: Yeah, and, and I guess the last question, too, I have to, because I know we're almost out of uh, our segment here for you, with you is, mm-hmm. you know – People are doing things like, you know, there's different types of communication in Twitter. There's the, there's the tweet, which is what everybody does. There's the retweet, which I guess is great because if you retweet something, people really like that because not only are you tweeting, but then you put a comment with it. And then there's something called the direct message. So talk a little about that. So why does somebody want to do direct message? I find that to be a little bit annoying, actually.
0: Yeah, I mean, direct message is, I guess, Twitter's version of what, like, Facebook Messenger is, you know, when you just send a message right to someone – I don't really. Feel, I feel like I don't feel like people use it that much. Like, and maybe just. I mean, or most times I've gotten direct messages, I see more spam. That's like, that's what I'm
1: getting. You know, congratulations. And and it's kind of annoying because you know
0: yeah. we don't
1: want to do something like that. But yet they're like, for example, there was one office that sent a message, and it's okay that they want to send it a tip about what they're doing in the business. That's perfectly fine. But what I don't like the fact is that if they're sending a tip, and now when they're sending the tip they're now including a whole bunch of fees for that tip. Mm-hmm. Like they're not just giving us something, which I think is bad. Yeah. I, I think, again, I think that I, really is the problem.
0: Yeah. Like, well, I mean, again, most businesses I think are smart enough to know that that's, that, that's not the way to approach it is to use like direct messaging. Like I don't direct messaging. I feel like with Twitter is more like between like a friend, like if someone wanted to send you a link to something like, Oh, you here's a link. Like you'd like, that's what it, that's kind of more what it's about. It's not like businesses, I don't think, really deal with direct messaging or using And that you're not much. allowed
1: to direct message somebody unless you're following them. So I understand yeah. that caption, which is great. But the only problem is if I've already trusted to follow, you know, I'm following you. That shouldn't mean that I give you permission to direct message me. I don't know. Well, I, I, I kind of take offense to that.
0: Well, that's why people make their uh, their profiles private. That you have to like allow them to follow you. And stuff like okay. that. okay,
1: but that causes more issue because then you're not you're gonna make it mm-hmm. anytime you make it harder for followers, I guess that's gonna be a slight challenge
0: yeah well like a business obviously should not have a private a, a Twitter account that's just like you're asking for people then not to follow you
1: right you're, you're not you' not, you're not making it uh, very conducive well listen exactly. um, I, I uh Christian, I want to thank you very much for coming on I'm sure you'll be on other shows in the future again uh, Christian you. Garcia. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. And uh, if you have any questions for us, uh, especially if you have questions, you can definitely call our office and uh, we'll be happy to pass them on to Christian about ideas for future shows. You can put them right on the air here, send them in our chat room, uh, call us and, uh, you know, we'll be happy to do what we can do for you uh, because it's all about giving back. And uh, we're happy to do that. And our goal is to educate the public. Again, Christian, thanks so much and have a good night. Okay. You're welcome. Take care. You too. All right. So we're learning a lot tonight about social media. You know, social media is amazing, right? There are a lot of positives of social media, but there's also some negatives, and we talked about those, right? The one negative is what do you do when, you know, you're you're looking at someone and, and you're not happy with their comments? Well, you can unfollow them, right? and by unfollowing them, you won't be subscribed to their feed. For example, if uh, you know, you're know you suddenly seeing so many advertisements from a company, you may want to unfollow them, but you'll notice something. There's something called a promoted tweet. If you're getting a promoted tweet, that's not something you have the right to follow or unfollow because that's actually something that's paid for in Twitter, um, and that's why you'll see them, and you're going to see a lot of them at certain times and, and certain words and stuff like that, so That's what we're going to see now. And what you're also going to notice is that a lot of these promoted tweets are happening because they want to happen during certain times, and you can do that with Twitter. But what I want to make you very cautious about is that you want to be cognizant of who you decide uh, to follow. I think that's probably the best way uh, for me to say this to you is that you know think about who you want to follow. Uh, Right now, you can be getting lots of people that can follow you, but are you going to be able to comment with them? For example, if your company was posting something um, for a certain job board and they had a Twitter account, a lot of times their admin people will automatically tweet back or retweet you because, again, it's something that has already a connection is going to help you. I'll give you another example. We do a lot of work with some of the schools in the area. We're friends with the administrative team. When they see that we tweet about their school, we say something nice about, um, let's say, uh, the sports and, you know, wishing them luck or maybe somebody wins an award. We try to praise them. Now, we can't do this every time, but we try to go through and tra- and, and praise them. And a lot of times what they do for us is they'll retweet. Well, re- they'll re- retweet it. And uh, that's a you know that that's a great a great thing, but again I think you just have to be understanding that you know it's not about you know just how many followers you get that's part of it, but are the followers you're getting people that are really important to your audience? I mean let's talk about something in general marketing. If you were to send out a mailing to everyone in an area, right? You're using a saturation effect. But what if I could mail to certain businesses or a certain demographic or a certain income level, etc? Maybe I want males between a certain age. Uh, maybe I want males that are between a certain age in the financial market, uh, have at least one to two years of either direct or management experience. So this way my mailing might be more effective, right? And maybe, let's say, I was doing something that had to deal with uh, financial software. Well, they may be very interested because they're already in the financial market. Uh, Maybe I'm looking to deal with a company that just does with risks and analysis. So I could actually mail to just companies that do risk analysis, just like if I wanted to mail to insurance companies. You see, when you find someone that you want to follow and they fit your demographic, you definitely want to follow them because there's a good chance – that the people that are following them are also going to fit your demographic. So it's not a, enough to just go out there and say, Hey, I want to follow somebody. You really want to find the type of channels. I'm going to call channels on Twitter that you want to follow. Now we didn't even mention, but there's also uh, YouTube, which is another one and YouTube. You could actually go in there and you can have videos and stuff like that. Like we said on Instagram, but On YouTube, you know, there's things like subscriptions, and um, it's nice because the YouTube, you can have different channels, and it's a great way to get your message out there. You can also take comments if you want that as well. So there's a lot of stuff happening, and I know, Brian, it is time for another commercial. Okay. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you stay right where you are because we'll be right back after this short break.
0: Have data that needs to be destroyed? Don't take a chance. Let the experts at the Jaymore Connection completely destroy and eliminate your data. For over 15 years, Jaymore has been helping companies all over New Jersey with data security, destruction, and IT needs. Call 877-767-5667. Jaymore meets federally mandated data disposal policy. Call 877-767-5667 now.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I don't know where the time goes during this show. It's like we start the show and and we're like half over. I I don't know where the time goes. But, you know, it's interesting because, you know, when we think about social media and we think about all the uses that it could have, business or for your home, I mean, let's use another example for social media. Maybe you're selling your home. And maybe by you tweeting the information, your house information, you can actually get people to contact you okay one thing i want to advise it's really really important when we talk about social media is another warning we talked about the fact that you know there's going to be people that are going to let's say have mouths that uh probably need more than soap um, on twitter and again this isn't the appropriate venue for that you know it's that's important to know and A lot of these people are going to be talking in a manner that may offend you because you're using the social media for something else, and people are using it for just like hanging out, and they're not really trying to have an image. They're just trying to – and they get lots of followers, don't get me wrong, but if a company was to follow those people, it would set a bad reputation. That's what they always say it's very important, you know the company you keep. it's very, very uh, important. You know we have to we can choose uh, the company we we keep, such as our friends, but we can't choose our family. So that's important that we we're very important about the company we we keep. And you know another thing I want to impress upon all of you is that when we talk about we talk about Twitter, we talk about Instagram, we talk about uh, we talk about YouTube, okay? And the thing about it is that YouTube or any of these social medias can be used, as I said to you once before, technology is neither good nor bad. It's how you choose to use it, right? For example, if we were to use um, a computer to do something in a productive manner – to help a company or a business, that would be a good use of technology. If we were to use it to do something not so nice, then that would be a bad use of technology. And it would actually be um, not, not very good. So that would be bad. We also talked about something before when we talk about a weapon, okay? A weapon in itself, let's say a gun or whatever have you, the gun is not necessarily good or bad, okay? It becomes a defense tool when it's used in the proper manner. If it's used in the wrong manner, then guess what happens? It's a deadly weapon because it's not being used in the proper manner, right? We always say that information is important, but if information falls into the wrong hands, that's an issue. Last one, knowledge. Knowledge is power, right? But if that knowledge falls into the wrong hands or the wrong mind, that knowledge could cause a major avalanche, right? But if it gets into the right hands, it could make some positive changes. So why do I bring this to your attention? We're talking about maybe selling a house. We're talking about other information. But what I'm really talking about is people that go away – On vacation okay we don't want to use social media to tell the world when we're taking a vacation okay we don't want to use social media to tell everyone about our patterns why do I say this to you there are a lot of good people on the internet but there's also some unscrupulous people on the internet and we can't police and control who's, let's say, watching our information, okay? And if somebody were to get that information, like such and such was going on vacation, yada, yada, well, that'd be very easy for them to take advantage of the information and do something to that person's home, break in, rob it, etc. And so it's very important that we understand that social media is good. Just whatever you are putting on the internet, And people are following you. Realize that whatever you tell somebody, if it's something you would not tell a total stranger, do not post it on the social media. Even if you have Facebook and you have friends and you think everything is safe and secure, I got news for you. It's not. So, again, I'm going to repeat this one more time. Do not post anything about your personal schedules about anything very personal to you private you don't want to be putting your social security number we've talked about this before or any private information you shouldn't be putting your address so if you're selling a house for example and you know you're just selling the house no problem with just doing that but you're not going to give your address and all that information you're just going to say a house for sale and you could tweet and have somebody get back to you so it's very important that you understand that and I don't say this so that you're frightened but I just want to make you aware. You see, everybody thinks the Internet is this ball of roses that you can just do whatever you want to do and everyone will just obey and pay attention. Unfortunately, a lot of crimes, a lot of challenges, a lot of bad things happen because of information exchanged on the Internet. And it's not that it's exchanged uh, with the intention of that happening. No, not at all. What happens is someone tries to be helpful, and then based on those people being helpful, um, it winds up getting into the wrong hands. Now, let's talk about how social media could also be helpful for you. Maybe maybe um, you just uh, would like to find another job. You can use it to network with other people. Okay? Again, you don't have a lot to say there. So you can upload um, a video about yourself on YouTube and you can link to that video and other people could watch it. So there's ways to get YouTube and to get other media such like Instagram on things like Twitter and Facebook, even though you do have a limited amount of space to what you can uh, to what you can post in because what I think Christian said about one hundred and forty characters on um, on Twitter. But I spent this time tonight on tonight's show because we've gotten a lot of calls about people asking us, you know, is social media dead? And no, it's not dead, but you can't just press a button and expect social media to work tomorrow. It just does not work like that. It takes careful planning. It takes almost like nurturing. You have to kind of make it part of your everyday life where you or someone on your staff, has to constantly be nurturing the data in twitter what's going on I mean just right now while we've had this show so much has been happening with uh with Twitter that it's not even funny I mean there was uh so much going on with uh about the election uh then they then they're talking about uh they were talking about um you know, what's happening um, with um, – uh, there were some, some some accidents that happened. Uh, they were talking about people that – things happened to them. Uh, they were talking about uh, other things that are going on, such as, uh, you know, what's going on with some of these shows on TV. And you know what they do? They tweet it, but then the funny thing is that they all tweet it, but then they tweet the actual campaign. And if you put something in about the campaign – It's going to get people's attention. Here's the catch. You do not want to use information on Twitter and mis-tag stuff. If you do that, what's going to happen is people are going to lose trust in you. So that's really, really um, important. Now, there's one gentleman. I'm not going to mention his name. He's mocking um, one of the things going on with the election and what's happening, and uh, he responds to uh, mocking a certain person uh, and that a certain party is using unauthorized music, um, and it was he said it was just hilarious that this is happening. So I think uh, it's important to understand that Twitter is a tool. If we treat Twitter as a tool and realize that if we nurture it, that it actually can help improve the quality of our personal life, but it can actually improve our business life. It can improve the um, our image of our business. It can bring new people into our door that might have not seen us. Maybe you're running a special with a coupon, and when you put a certain hashtag in there, and people find that, I mean that's that's great. But I think it's more than just you know posting a comment and going away. You have to understand that in order to be successful with social media is that you have to put the time in. If you're not going to put the time in, it's not going to work. Now there's a lot of companies out there that will charge you a flat fee every month and they're going to post stuff for you. I got to be honest with you. That's not going to help your social media. We are actually in the process of developing a service where we can help businesses get their traction online by posting social media, and we do this in a very unique way, but it's not asking you to fill out 500 questions about your business. No, it's not. Um, There's an interview process that we have, and then there's visiting your business, and we start to learn things and almost become a little more of an integral part of your company so that we can kind of learn things, and then we can post about you. You can update certain things with us, which is great, but we can't just get you know, two or three pieces of paper and say, hey, these are all the questions and just post about it. No, it doesn't work like that. You see, we have to learn about your company's philosophy. We have to learn about what it is you do. What are you trying to attract? What are your views on certain things? We want to make sure that we're staying um, on one side of the railroad track, not too political, but we're also not staying on the other side, which is you know doing nothing and not responding. For example... If there was Earth Day and you had something about Earth Day and you posted something great or maybe you planted a flower or a scrub or something, that's great to put on Instagram, that's great to put on Twitter, great to put on Facebook. Maybe you're selling trees and saying, gee, you know, for every customer we bring in in the month of X, we're going to plant a tree and such and such, such and such, and we'll take a photo. And So those are things you can do. The actual act of planting the tree is great, Because not only are you, you know, giving back by replenishing a tree, but you're actually promoting goodwill because people feel good because now you're planting a tree in someone's name. So you're doing two great things. So I think in kind of, you know, wrapping this up, but there's a lot I know that we talked about tonight. There is so much happening with social media, and it's going to explode even more as we grow. Because social media was nothing a while back, and now there's apps being written. Um, Social media is being used for customer service. Uh, What's happening there is some companies, when you tweet them, uh, there's one particular company that's using Twitter, so you can order food from them through Twitter. Um, That's kind of unique, but that wasn't the reason that Twitter was designed. Um, some of the cool things you can do is if you're at a baseball game and you tweet a certain thing and you're one of the beginning people, your tweet will actually appear up on the nice jumbo screen. So there's, there's some nice stuff that can happen um, with Twitter. I know that it seems like you know you're going nowhere with it, but Twitter is just a very amazing service because everyone follows you. And then when they start to follow you and see what's happening – you start to get some very good traction. And that's what happens. It could take a week. It could take four weeks, maybe a little longer. But what you'll start to see is people will start to become loyal because they're going to value the type of quality and content that you're providing. That's really what Twitter is. It's my two cents on something. Maybe I have a tip on something. Maybe I had a tip telling people that, hey, you know, uh, when you go on social media, I should tell people, you know, you really shouldn't tell people when you go away. Don't tell, don't tell your social media that. Okay, don't tell your Facebook that. Okay, don't tell your Instagram that. Okay. It's okay to post a video after you've come back, but don't post a video and say, "Hey, you know, we're uh, over in uh, wherever, and uh, yeah, we're still here. We won't be back for another week. So now they know who you are. They know your account and." Like I said, it's just, it's just not a very, very smart thing. Social media. Is it for everyone? No. The reason it's not for everyone is most people that say it's not for them, they're not going to have the patience to want to deal with it. They're not going to realize. I mean, if you remember when I talked to you almost about a year ago, we talked about, uh, actually it was the beginning of the year, pardon me, January, we talked about delayed gratification Versus immediate gratification, right? We talked about it with Windows 10. You remember that? Well, the thing about Windows uh, 10 and also social media is that it is not instant gratification. It's not. It's delayed gratification. And you remember when I used the example about uh, a chocolate cake. If you were to eat the chocolate cake now, you would actually be experiencing immediate gratification. If you were to have a small piece of the chocolate cake or have a... a, a Uh, let's say, a smaller dessert or have no dessert or have some fruit, over time you'd be experiencing delayed gratification because you'd be losing weight and you'd be feeling healthier, and that's delayed gratification. And delayed gratification always costs more. And remember, a cost doesn't actually have to be in terms of money. A cost can be in terms of a resource such as time. Okay, And that's something that's really important for a lot of people to understand is that social media – is delayed gratification. Yes, there are going to be people out there on on Twitter that are always going to seem to get that that hype right away. And why? They're in the media. Okay? I mean, just looking right now, again, without uh, mentioning people's names, I mean, there's people holding up all kinds of different signs and stuff for the election, the convention. And um, it's getting very uh, neck and neck right now with what's happening. And so you read that, you read a few tweets, it has a picture that's nice, and then all of a sudden you read another tweet and it talks to you about uh some re- luxury retail to increase sales by hundred seventy one percent um by using some certain technology so you're wondering well, how does that fit in I think it and you're not following it. What happened is you just were i don't want to call yourself the victim, but you were actually the lucky or unlucky person of uh of a um of a um of a promoted tweet. That's probably the best way uh, to explain it to you. So if you find someone that, uh, you know, you want to follow, that's a great thing. But don't just follow people because, you know, you think they're great. You want to make sure that there is a benefit of following those particular people, those groups, those companies. What I generally tell people when they want to follow someone is if you like the content, the type of content, even if they have 50 or 100 or less followers, if you like the kind of content that that person is providing and they are a new tweeter, you're going to benefit because their audience is going to build just like yours. If they've been around for years and they still only have 14 followers, well, then they probably don't have any content. That's probably the best thing. So in order to be successful in Twitter... You have to do a couple things. First of all, you have to be ethical. I think we talked about that before. Um, The second thing you need to do, we said you always have to watch your language, especially in business and corporate, but that's not to say that other people aren't doing well. It's just that's not the kind of image that you want to portray, especially if you're doing B2B, also B2C as well. The other thing you have to make sure of is that, you know, are you putting messages out there? that your target audience really wants to hear about. For example, if I've got people that are following me from football and I start talking about, I don't know, uh, how to make concrete, <laughs> they're not really interesting. Okay? So you want to make sure that you're having, if you have a diverse audience, that's great. But your audience knows the kind of content you post because they've read your profile. And as long as you stick to what your profile is, for example, we talk about technology, different gadgets, and every once in a while, we'll talk about, you know, a good help tip about how to improve someone's life. And I think everyone um, always will be happy to receive a tip about, you know, how I can improve the quality of my life. If you remember a while back, I said to you that we're here in this world for one main reason. You know what that is? That's to help everyone become a better version of themselves. That's why we're here okay and through life there are so many experiences and challenges okay and um that we get to live and that's what makes life so unique because everyone's life is different everyone sees the world differently right but i think what's really important about the whole thing is that it's not about just that it's about how people react. Positivity breeds more positivity. Seconds. Okay? And we want to stay around people that are positive because positivity is an energy. I know we're almost out of time, but I want to tell you that it's all about energy in our world. And if we can choose to keep our energy positive and we can focus on what it is we want, we'll achieve those goals and a lot more. All right. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a great episode, episode number 26, the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show and the power of social media. And I know Brian and Chris are flagging me out. We need to go from the control room. And uh, we will be back next week at 11 o'clock. Have a wonderful week, everyone. From all of us at the Jaymore Connection Incorporated, we'd like to thank you for listening tonight and invite you to join us again next Monday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to tell your friends and associates about the JMore Radio Show. And call in live. Be sure to call us early next time so you can get on air, too. The JMore Connection. We're engineering technology to grow your business, and you can chat with us right now at jmor.com or call us at 800-208-5155. Thanks so much for stopping by, and have a great night.